Please excuse the poor quality of the audio. Ken has recorded this episode a lot of times, and believe it or not, this is the best version. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ken Fallon, and this is another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today's episode is entitled RTFM. RTFM stands for Read the F***ing Manual, and you'll see it on forums, uh, notice boards, email lists, and it's essentially used where the person replying to you feels that you haven't done enough research on the question that you're asking, and that by simply looking up the manual, you would get your answer. Well, the origins of this acronym comes from from the days when computers were delivered in big crates. And along with these big crates came another big crate which contained the documentation for your system. Now we're not talking uh, O'Reilly books here or Sam's manuals or big computer for dummies. We're talking about essentially what would be a transcript of an engineer standing beside you detailing everything to do with how to get your computer into operation, how to do normal everyday tasks, and how to uh, continue using your system. So they tend to be very dry and boring. The first manual typically was they required hardware, the required environment, the voltage, the temperature, the power supplies, how to connect things together, how to screw it, safety information, all that sort of thing. Then the next manual would be on how to load the operating system on your computer, how to do backups, how to configure networking, how to configure printing, and so on and so forth. When I started my first IT job, um, we had some Novell servers, and they were supplied. One box was a box full of floppy disks, and then there was another crate, which was 15 or so manuals that filled an entire bookshelf. And there again, everything was detailed. All the commands on your system were detailed how to do backups, how to configure networking, how to install services, how to run commands. And it was easy for me as an admin to take one of those manuals home, read it during dinner, read it at night, um, and you learned an awful lot about your system. And essentially what I want to convey here is that that's still a valid thing for everybody to do. I've gone to Google and I've typed in documentation space Red Hat, and you get dumped into the Red Hat documentation page documentation space, open Solaris, same thing, documentation space, Debian, same thing. A lot of these projects still have manuals that are available for you to download, and you should download them and, well, either put them on your PDA or or other device or, yeah, print them out. If you print them out on um, booklet printing with four sheets per page, then, you know, it's not that environmentally unfriendly, and you have a copy. If you're ever in a situation where you need to configure your system and you don't have access to the internet. This is especially important if you're in a data center that doesn't allow uh, internet access externally or or you're in a dead spot where you have no mobile internet or if you're trying to configure a device to allow you to the internet, so your internet router for instance. 
It's also a very valuable thing to do to download the manuals for your system, your operating system, and for your hardware because what actually happened was in the intervening time between um, manuals being shipped with systems, people had the bright idea, well, they had no choice but to ship the manuals with the systems at the time because there was no internet. And you had nobody else to ask. So it was either you found the answer in the manual or you picked up the phone and you spoke to an engineer, a very expensive consultant in most cases, who would answer your question for you for a fee. So as time went on, that the manuals... Um, the printed manuals went out of vogue because people thought, hey, we can save a lot of money and we can put manuals on to the CDs. And they sold that to us under the heading of uh, CD would be more current and it's more convenient. Um, it wasn't and it isn't, but it is, yeah, it is what it is. At least um, systems used to be sold with CDs. Now systems are not sold with anything and you're told that the manuals that you require are on some website. Well good, go ahead and get the manuals for every system that you have now because I guarantee you in five years time when you're looking to update the, the, some backplane on that uh, system that you have, you're not going to be able to find the manual because it's an archive system. It's no longer sold or the company that had it was uh, taken over and those products are phased out. So um, it's, it's part of your backup and maintenance routine to take a copy of those um, those manuals and burn them onto CD and have them with your recovery discs. It's uh, it's very useful thing, very useful thing for any budding engineer as well who wants to get into the field is to uh, download the manuals for an operating system that they probably couldn't afford. For example, uh, something like um, Red Hat Enterprise Linux. You can download the manuals for that for free and use the non-copyrighted version um, released by CentOS and you essentially have all the everything that you need in order to gain a lot of valuable experience about um, Red Hat Enterprise Linux. And you'll notice that as time goes on when you're reading more and more manuals that uh, you'll find that you're able to skip through a lot of the sections. For instance, the section on uh, ping is going to be similar across all systems. There may be some differences between the switches on Solaris and FreeBSD to Linux, but um, if you're reading a Red Hat um, manual and then you go on to read a Debian manual, there's not going to be a lot of difference. And there might be difference in where the configuration files are kept, but it essentially means the more manuals the read, you, the more manuals that you read, the less less time you have to spend re reading new manuals. So getting back to this whole RTFM thing, it, it shouldn't actually be used ever. Now there is no excuse for using it because. Back in the day, when people had manuals, you could refer to, if somebody asked about, well, I have a Nobel system, and I want to know how to load uh, um, the HTTP service, well, you go to the book on the HTTP service, you, take, you go to page 37 and you read it. That's what you should do. You've paid for the system and you've got a manual for the system. Nowadays, it doesn't work that way because the manual is often hidden somewhere and people have gotten out of practice of reading manuals. People post questions and they get an answer on the forums. I can't remember the last time that when I put a search term into Google for something that I ended up actually on the manual of the customer. Usually I end up on the forum that links to the manual and that's, well, I don't know if that's how it should be, but that's the way it is. So there is absolutely no excuse for somebody writing RTFM, unless, of course, 
you point them to the, the manual itself, in which case you would say, here is the manual, have a look on page 13, blah, blah, blah. If you have more questions, get back to me. In that case, you're not, uh, you're not being rude to somebody, you're helping them out, but you're also you know, giving them the tools that they can educate themselves. This has been about the 90th time that I've recorded this show, and I will dedicate this show to Zog, and I hope that that is the last time he encounters RTFM out in the wild. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Hacker Public Radio, and as always, tune in tomorrow for another possibly more exciting show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net. So head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.